911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, I thought we could talk a little bit about a conversation that I have seen multiple times in the past few months, and in particular within this past week, and that is how do we actually make friends as an adult? And I know that as you sit there driving to work or sitting at home or whatever it is that you're doing, this might not necessarily be something that you think that is important. However, I can tell you from my own experience, having traveled around the world, that some of the greatest friendships that I have cultivated are the ones that I have been able to develop and establish when I became an adult. And I think that it is very important for us to talk about because I know that so many of us are, are comfortable having these small inner circles of our friendships and our relationships. And that's a great and beautiful thing. However, I also believe in the power of resources and networking. And I know how important and more meaningful my life has become by being able to be vulnerable and open to receiving friendships. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Inside of our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group, I run a challenge, and it's a seven-day challenge where every single day consecutively for seven days, you have to go on and you have to give us a check-in of whatever you have going on in your day or in your life, and then tell us one thing that you're grateful for. And one of the beautiful things about the group that I have noticed is that so many people have gotten out of their own comfort zones, and they're starting to make the group their own in more ways than one. And there's one person in particular who does this seven-day challenge. I do it once a quarter. I give away a $100 Amazon gift card. And this particular individual decided to incorporate a a daily question into her seven-day challenge. And one of the questions that she posed was, how do you actually make friends as an adult? And she voiced that she struggles with being able to find somebody that you can have as a companion outside of your family unit to go and do things with, like running errands, as an example. And I know how much easier it is for us to have that support. And it's not that we need to have that support constantly, but I'm thinking back to the time where I had my mom and she and I would go do all the errands together. And even something like a simple grocery trip It turned into something that was actually enjoyable, which now I absolutely hate grocery shopping. I actually do most of our grocery shopping online. But having somebody as a companion in that sense, it helps with things like, you know, hey, Ash, did you see the deal on X, Y, and Z? Or, you know, just just sharing information and, and just sharing the experience with somebody helps to make it more meaningful. So so this particular individual is expressing how difficult it is to, to just not have a go-to person like that and how hard it is to be able to find one because you, you can't necessarily walk up to a perfect stranger and ask if you know they want to be friends with you. That's a little creepy, right? And one thing that I have found is that the prime way for us to be able to make friends as an adult is by doing something new. And that sounds simple on the surface, but if you think about it, If we're staying in the same routine and we're always going to the same places and we're doing the same things with the same people, we're never going to get out of our comfort zone in a way that has influence on the potential of being able to share an experience and to meet other people. So by doing something completely brand new, 
And I would also encourage having the distinguishment between doing something brand new with maybe your spouse and then doing something brand new that's just for you. Then we're able to open ourselves up to the opportunity of actually meeting new people who are also doing something in that same shared experience. And why is that important? It's important because we want people who have similar interests to ours. Chances are, I I have somebody else in our Facebook group and she's into... um, She's into fighting now. It's it's just amazing. And so she she decided to just join join this program, a local community program. And now she's traveling all over the country and she's, you know, having having these different weekend championships and things that she's doing. And it's a new interest of hers. And with that came new experiences. And with that came new friends. And those friends are doing something that is of a shared interest to her. And so that helps to build the bond in that friendship, that friendship that is created, established, and then starts to evolve and become something something rich and meaningful within our lives. And I'm thinking to the times where I have traveled and I have gotten the opportunity to meet other people who are traveling. And because of those same shared interests, some of these people have kids, some of these people don't have kids. And I don't have kids if you're new to listening to this. And I started to realize a lot of the synchronicities in the the likeliness and the, the things that we have in common with the people that are doing that same shared experience. So people that typically like to have something, um, I would say like quiet time, people that like to have experiences that are outside of their normal realm, people who enjoy things like learning about cultures and relationships and history and just experiencing the true rich treasures that this life has to offer. And it's difficult to be able to just walk into, I don't know, a bar, if I was a bar goer, and to find somebody who might share in that same experience. But by doing the experience first and focusing on the new experience first, having it be something that you enjoy, it makes it a lot easier. It's, It's it's a consequence. It's a byproduct that you will meet people who share that same interest when you decide to focus on the interest instead of meeting the new person. And I hope that that makes sense to you. And I think that it's important for us to realize that we don't have to leave the country. We don't have to leave the state. We don't, you know, the only thing that we really have to do is leave our home. And everything with COVID has actually kind of deaccelerated the process a little bit, but there are still ways for us to be able to join online communities even and, you know, not necessarily leave our house if we choose not to. I would encourage you to try to focus on something that is tangible, something that will get you moving and get you physically out of this repetitious state that we so happen to always find ourselves in, because I think that those types of experiences actually enhance enhance the the relationship, enhance the experience and and build the bond a little bit differently than doing something remote. But if you are apprehensive and it's uncomfortable to be uncomfortable, then I would encourage you to find something, go to meetup.com and look to see what kind of communities are, are hosting online events and maybe get yourself involved in something that you show up for. You have a, a commitment and a responsibility to show up to every single week and you have the same common people who are doing the same thing and start to build conversations with them start to talk about the shared experience first. That's a very easy way to kind of break the ice and then continue that forward a little bit. And a lot of these events that I'm seeing that have things hosted online, they're now being transferable into something that is an actual physical, tangible event that you have to 
you know, show up and walk through a door in order to attend. So I, I would encourage you to find what the thing is. What is the experience, something that maybe you've done in the past, or maybe something that you know that you've wanted to do, but you've given yourself the same bullshit excuses over and over. And I get it because I've done that too. But what is the thing? And maybe for you, that means that you want to go and do one of those, those painting classes where you, you sit and you paint on a canvas and you drink a glass of wine. Or maybe for you, it means that you want to learn how to shoot if you've never shot before. Or maybe that could be something along the lines of learning a a new skill. Maybe for you, you're going to go back and learn a trade. Trades, I believe, are such a a lost form of interest in today's society. We're so fixated on making sure that our kids grow up and they go to college because we want to make sure that we can tell everybody that the kid is in college. However, I think that some of the most meaningful and most important jobs are like the the grassroots jobs, right? Where you have these trays. My dad, he owns a construction company and it truly is a craft to be able to see what somebody can can do with their hands or to have the ability to know how to fix something or how to build something new. And a lot of the times we don't consider something as a trade as being one of those interests that I made mention of. But I think that getting into some form of education, something that allows you to grow and expand is also such an incredible way to be able to meet friends as an adult. And not only that, but having somebody who has a shared interest in the same way that you do, not only does it break the ice and being able to build the rapport with one another, but it also makes that experience much more meaningful in the sense that we're able to share our ideas and our concepts and to ask questions and to rely on one another in order to show up to make it to where whatever that shared experience is can be the best shared experience possible. And when we're secluding ourselves and we're not allowing ourselves to have that expansiveness, we're caught in the same routine over and over. So of course, we're not going to be able to cultivate new friendships. And as you listen, I'm sure this has happened to you, but you might have had the same circle, the same unit of friends as an adult, and perhaps you went one way and another friend went another way, and then that circle becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. And it's sad to say, but we also have people who get sick as we get older, they pass away as we get older, maybe they move away, the family dynamics change, so your relationship with your friend begins to change. And eventually what will happen, and I've seen this with my own father, is that that truly meaningful unit of friends just starts to diminish. And we have to find ways to keep replenishing that. We have to have meaning because one of the primal instincts, something that's built into our DNA is to be able to have a tribe and to be able to be a part of something that is more and something that is bigger than just ourselves. So I hope that today what you've gotten out of this episode is to be able to find somebody, find something whether you decide that you're going to go and do something new with your spouse or one of your kids or another friend, or you decide that you're going to go and do something new on your own, it's important to know what that experience is that you want to be able to introduce into your life or reintroduce into your life to be able to have those new friendships that develop and form. Very, very important episode. So I hope you've gotten some value out of it. If you have, please do me a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below, and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.